There is a fifth dimension. A dimension of sound. Damn it, Frank! We tell him to be quiet. I spill my hot cup of Uranus again. A dimension of sight. Hey, Arch. I'm gonna sock you in the puss. A dimension of mind. Nan Adams, is that you? Ah! Ah! Next stop, the Twilight Zone. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Fifth Dimension Twilight Zone podcast. I am your once again host, Nick, as always. Uh, we're back to talk to Twilight Zone. Uh, Rob Sterling's famous. Uh, you know, he may think uh, about your thoughts in the process type show. I uh, consider one of the greatest of all time. Of course, we are on audio feeds like uh, Anchor and uh, SoundCloud and uh, uh, was it iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and rate stars, subscribe. You know how this works. Uh, but we're back to talk, you know, a new episode, episode 16 of season two. But before we do that, we should uh, I probably should introduce my host. One is uh, below me. One is above me. Uh, so we got a bottom and a top. So it's good times, you know. Um, but of course we have Triff from Trivial Theater, who is a sportner. I love Uranus Cup, and then we have Jacob, who just blinked at me. So I, I don't know what's going on here. But how you guys doing today? It's really late. We're all drunk or tired or somewhere in between. So what's going on? How you doing? Uh, I uh, I don't know. I, don't I didn't know? have a I didn't have a quarter land on its side, so I can't tell what I'm thinking. Oh man, I know what you're thinking. What's where's that? my Where's my Where's my uh, Pac Man picture? <laughs> No, nope. that's that's, that's okay. <laughs> you really Jeez. want him to do that on stream? I mean, that might get us demonetized or get him demonetized, or or it might be our breakout. That is true. Man fucks realistic Pac Man on stream. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's kind of like right for being able to gum to, to gum something, you know. <laughs> the gum something. What the fuck? I mean, it's that got Pac-Man those kind of teeth. teeth, right? We'll know that they're kind um, of. Are they? Let me, teeth? let me see if yeah, I can find it. It's horrifying. It's 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 horrifying. I mean, maybe just like, hey, I want to eat your banana. He, he, he it's. <clears throat> here it comes. He's gonna show it, and it's here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. He's about to show it. <laughs> Hang on a minute while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. that's the Yoda thing. That's not a that's Pac-Man. the blue waffle. Mm. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, that's not good either. Links? No. Nope. Uh. Oh God! Put it away. Is that what yours looks like? Put that oh, thing away. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, God, it's going to make me... It's I'm the male version of teeth. Ugh, God, I'm going to yeah. hurl all over my screen if I'm not careful. Oh, my God. Jesus. So, well, Triv's trying to uh, consolidate herself. Uh, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> uh, Jacob, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. I think, Jacob, usually the more tired of us three, apparently we're... Uh, the truth today not today you're gonna have to steer us through this jacob hell um, yeah two hookers and an eight ball i'm all good tonight <laughs> uh anyways so we're back to talk another serene episode uh or twice an episode whatever you want to call it but uh today we're talking uh season two episode 16 which is a penny for your thoughts directed by james sheldon written by george clayton johnson production code 173 3650 original air date johnson yeah yeah clayton johnson original air date february 3rd 1961 uh stars of course dick york uh june dayton dan tobin hayden rourke and cyril delavante Dalavanti. Yeah, so this episode I have seen a billion times before. Um, this is very much a staple. Uh, one of those episodes, I don't know if it's the greatest, but I think it's fun and entertaining for what it's worth. Uh, I definitely enjoyed you know, watching it more on a critical level. But Triv, the one who won't remember anything tomorrow, what do you think of this episode? Like, what was your overall, like, do you remember this episode? She Even if you got to remember watching it today. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Mara, I don't, I don't uh, know. Is this the one where the plane Where the crashes? fuck am I? I don't remember what's going on now. <laughs> Why am I in Avatar form? No. Uh I don't actually remember this one very well. I don't I don't remember I know I've seen parts of it, but the overall like stuff that happens, I'm just kinda like, okay. Uh I know Dick York from you know, Bewitched and things like that. And actually back to back, this was the second bewitched character, main character. Yep. To be in a Twilight Zone episode, so that's so my bit of trivia for tonight. 
I say they talk a little bit more in this episode. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Everybody Jacob? does. Everybody's fucking fucking Gabby as hell. Freaking fucking bad. Freaking fucking Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what women what what everyone wants up in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's what women want, which um I made that I had that thought, I read that note, and then I saw that apparently that is what this episode inspired that movie. Oh shit, really? Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so if this movie was uh, equally sense. equally uh dickish with everyone instead of being <laughs> purely misogynistic for what it's worth. So but yeah, so this episode is I mean starting out you know kind of not remembering i know jacob you said it's been a while since you've seen this and i know trev you said it's been a while since you've seen this episode did you pretty much kind of figure out where it was going to lead when it was moving through the episode or did you just kind of come by a surprise or is it how did you guys feel i mean i didn't know specifics but i pretty much i mean it's like okay clearly the power of you know price compels ability you. <laughs> yeah exactly the ability to think outside the head would come in someplace and, you know, uh-huh. make all his shit work better. And, you know, he'd probably save the day and blah, 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 and whatever. So come ahead, <clears throat> shit out of mm-hmm. all everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. He's all kind of right. like, come on, Eileen. Come Eileen. on, Eileen. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Helen. Oh, Helen. Helen's thirsty. Well, Helen's. Episode. <laughs> yeah, everyone in this, you know, honestly, everyone in this episode was really fucking thirsty. Oh, right? I mean, is. Ezra Miller, I was just like, this is <laughs> very, <laughs> there's all kinds of sexual innuendo going on here, or maybe it's just me. I had to think about that. In was, your was, endo. Yeah, and, and for that joke, in, you, in somebody's endo. <laughs> <laughs> and said, for that joke, watch us three weeks ago. No, I'm um, <laughs> No, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this episode cracks me up because it's like the most like I want to call it it's sexual. horny yeah it's, it's horny. horny as fuck it feels like Ross really needed you. some yeah. some some something and he didn't get it this week and he was some ass maybe, yeah maybe he's blue balled this week or something I don't know maybe he just like you know what I'm gonna have Helen Turner June Dayton I'm gonna have her be like oh man I need to get with that guy today oh boy come on now baby 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 um he looks knows? pale i need to make him less pale i know it's very sexually charged for a 1960s or early 60s tv show especially something like well the, the thing is though at least and i know movies and tv shows we've had the discussion that they're not quite the same thing but this is the era of kind of like those sex comedies like doris day and um rock hudson and you know mm-hmm. ones like that and they did a lot of that kind of like Oh, well, I'd like you to check out my porch or, you know, or things like that. The way things were shot, the way things were set up. So, I mean, this is kind of, I'm sure that it, that Rod Serling probably took some inspiration for things like this from things like that. I would, I mean, I would imagine. Some more creative. Some more creative time, you know? Yeah. They, they, they went a little, they, you know, he'd, he'd be like, hey, I'm going to take my sausage. This sausage goes into this, you know, <laughs> box. <laughs> a sausage plant or something you know some, i don't know something like that i'm not the guy to write these things you know that's what they would have gone with back then they would have put a little bit of thought into it i mean unlike today he would have been like i'm gonna put my dick in you <laughs> and that's just that's just on uh cable or uh um the networks Think oh that's on nickelodeon on yeah I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so Dick York is a pretty famous <laughs> individual. He's 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 well known for his comedic timing. Um, yes, his name's Dick York. Get it out. We have uh, Mr. Smithers in here too, which is an old wrinkly guy who, <laughs> poor guy, just wants to, he just wants to go on vacation. He's the he, he, okay. I was watching this character and I'm like, you know who the you know what they're doing? This is the Stapler. inspiration for Milton Stapler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he literally is like. They're gonna be they're gonna be sorry. You know, where's my statement? Yeah. I was waiting for him to say something like they'll be sorry at 4 30 today. <laughs> when I show up, I open my briefcase and take out the fucking gun or something like that. Burn this place to the ground. Uh, no. It's like I'm just um, gonna take all the money. Weirdly enough, this is out of the ranking. I'm looking at Pace magazine because apparently that's the only ranking one we ever look at. This episode is ranked 125. Really? Yeah, it's ranked down, which I don't I don't get that. Um, I don't think this is a bad episode. Maybe it's not the strongest of episodes, but 
Let's see. What did they put it? Let me one twenty-five. Well, I'm thinking this one probably had that whole goofy factor going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it. That and it's. I mean it's a lot like um the the car one. The whole yeah, yeah, it, it's it is a, a kind of a middle of the road, like not the best, far from the worst. It's just a fun episode. Yeah, it's a staple. It's a staple funny Twilight Zone app. It's kind of like you have the serious Twilight Zone apps that are middle of the road, then you have the funny ones, and this one hits that for me. Well, this personally. is like this is in between a sandwich of like serious to campy serious with twenty two, which comes next week. Which uh, maybe they need some levity for an episode because you know we'll start it off this episode. This episode starts out literally Hector B. Pool, played by Dick York, walking down the street. Uh, it's a guy What's selling newspapers. He does not look like a Hector. I, don't I mean, know. when else they love guys, their H's in this series, they they call him Hector. I'm like, what? He's not. He just changed the name. Make him Henry. Whoa, or something. He is not a Hector. <laughs> hey, Hector. <laughs> My name is Hector B. Pool. <laughs> well, I mean the the roll the, the, <laughs> the used car salesman guys named Harvey. So they love their H names. I don't know why. Well, Harvey works, but Hector. I mean, really? This, he's not a Hector. Who? What the hell? Anyway, every time they said Hector, it just seemed very out of place. But hey, Hector just... is out of place, man. <laughs> Hector. Hector. I mean, if you're Miguel's looking like um, like out of uh, and the obviously IMDb ratings are not, you know, Pace magazine ratings. But I mean, it had an eight out of ten. It's, it's, it's a fun episode. Like literally when you come off the invaders, which is a very dark, very you know feels like a, a very heady episode and you come very to this and, yeah <laughs> it's a very wordy episode <laughs> um but this uh this episode like i said he's walking down the street he throws a quarter onto to pay it's i, I don't know what the quarter for a newspaper but apparently newspapers are a quarter yeah. and no, it stands dude, back up then the- that quarter would have bought that whole entire newspaper stand Right, right. It's a quarter, man. $852,000. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so you could buy a a beer and a newspaper stand. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to know, um, so at least again by IMDb ratings, which, you know, like all the other ratings, take them how you will. Penny for your thoughts is rated an eight. The Invaders is rated an 8.1. And Mm -hmm. the the Fever is ranked number 114 in Pace Magazine over. It has been what? (laughs) i don't tell a lie it's number 115 or 14 what's number 156 uh i think it's like the bit witching pool or some shit uh no it's a i dream of g where's maples uh maples monsters are on duo maple street it's probably Uh, number number one of course no it's not (laughs) uh number two what's number one Number one is uh, not ranked. There's no ranking for number one. Bullshit. Bullshit. I have the beholder. I have the beholder or or, uh, to serve man or something. I mean, clearly they got this ranking correct because number nine is perchance to dream. So, anyways, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyways, This this is not a creditable source here. Hey, but the invaders is above it, so there you go. Anyways, with that, <laughs> with that said, source. Uh, the quarter like flips on its side, which is you know, as the the newsboy says, is like one in a billion chance never would happen again. And uh, from that moment on, he can hear everybody talking, and uh, some. It's actually a one in six thousand chance. Yes. Oh, is is that what he says? I just made no. numbers up. You know, he says one in a million. But in real life, it's actually one in six thousand. I happened to see that when I was looking up the "what women want" thing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you did more. I you try. did more research than Triv. But I, try. I don't really try. It just happens. But <laughs> yeah, I'll take credit. I'm uh, but... so proud of you. Oh jeez. Uh, but he, but he starts hearing people talk, and um. Think. One guy, I wrote it down. He says, everyone he passes, now he can hear his thoughts. Some hate him. Some are sorry for him. Nan Adams is now a man and tries to hit him. And then... <laughs> uh, Nan Adams is a fucking dick in this one, man. Calls him a lame lame brain or something like that. He said uh, he wishes neck was broke. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Before that, though, the thing that I actually laughed out loud at, because I wasn't expecting it, is one of the first people he runs into, or actually runs into him, He's like, oh, my bad. And the guy, you hear his thoughts, and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry that I hit him. And he just goes, 
I hope he's not mad. If he hits me, I'll die. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fuck oh, if it hits me God. I'll die that's good stuff I like gonna it. Get we're gonna get to a point where one of the one of the females is not speaking anything I was like oh my oh, god man. I was like that is the biggest fucking oh my I didn't know what I was like laughing my ass off because it was so wrong in so many ways uh, but anyways um, so he basically walks to his office he's a he's a Whatever he is, a bank teller, or a bank. He's an he's like he's like a loan like, uh, well, yeah, loans accountant or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he like this whole episode is just literally him. It's funny too because he starts like telling he's like you know as we would do like he's hearing the thoughts he's like repeating the thoughts to the people and people are like what <clears throat> what what <laughs> how do you know this? It's like that he walks past the police officer and, you know, the police officer's thinking about the Dodgers and he talks about that. And then he says everything is everything in apple pie order. I didn't know if you that was a sexicon worker word or not. Apple pie order. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Everything's in apple pie order, which I don't know what that means. Trev, do you know what that means? I think basically it's just everything is in the order it needs to be. Although I don't have any inclination as to where that came from as like a saying. Apple I suppose pie. it's like layered properly. Well, you know, everything's right, just like warm apple pie. Oh, uh, tidy and well organized. We'll just go with apple pie order. <clears throat> it makes me hungry for apple pie now. As long as you don't want to stick your dick in an apple pie. <laughs> cherry pie order. I like cherry pie more. Uh, it's it just a your lot face. More, it sounds a lot more like horny and gooey. <laughs> we'll give we'll give Triv a blue egg. Have it open. No, up. no, no, no. I don't know. No. <laughs> Take your blue shit and shove it. Uh, speaking of, uh, he walks by a man who Miss uh, Miss Reed's pool was being an overgrown overgrown ape that sends him overdraft notices. I'm like, he's this poor guy, man. No wonder why he works at a bank. He's probably depressed and wants to kill himself after hearing these things. Thank God for Helen. Uh, what's her face in her sexy voice and telling him basically to. Uh, uh, that he wants he wants to take her he wants her to take him or him to take her and do things to her it's good times yeah um, come on over here Hector <laughs> <laughs> come join me you by the water Latin cooler lover. <laughs> you telling of Troy, I'm a you know? tiger in bed <laughs> <laughs> no a tiger under the right circumstances yeah I changed the words a little bit but yeah eh, it's okay tiger but, uh, the right under. <laughs> are you the right circumstances Hector? can i be under your circumstances oh, bring your she's, circumstances she's, over here she's a <laughs> come over to the water cooler it's wet over here it's wet <laughs> just like my... oh you 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 forgot you forgot about when he goes in to see the the boss guy uh, oh yeah oh he's all like I wanted him to hang up the phone while he was in there the whole time and tell her bye. <laughs> I just wanted to be bye, Felicia. <laughs> well, no, like, it's <laughs> I was just waiting for it. I was like, please, 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 please. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Well, no, like even before that, he. <laughs> This is what I was talking about earlier. He approaches a blonde woman, and there's nothing, not a single thought in her head. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Damn. Uh, Damn. Well, she's surrounded not... by money. She doesn't have to worry about anything. That's the funny part. It's like, you know, we're so progressive today. It's like <laughs> making fun of a blonde woman is like, it's so of its time. It's just, it's like, um, oh, I don't even think about the blonde woman part of it. I just thought, like, yeah. oh, there's a woman and she's got, like, you know, content and happy and not having to worry about it's anything. But very I mean, exploitative, that... in my opinion. And I mean, we would never do that nowadays, exploiting a blonde woman. Like, I mean, it's almost as bad as having a three hour long movie just exploiting someone who's blonde. I can't imagine what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe a POV shot in there somewhere. I, I don't what? know. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus! This actually, this this woman reminds me of her in uh, uh, some like it hot, just like the, between the two, <laughs> two guys. Circumstances. Oh yeah. yeah. The two. Circumstances. Uh, well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> we do actually uh, need to do the opening narration, though. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna, like, I was gonna have you read, Triv. 
Oh god, I don't have it in front of me. No, I'm kidding. Okay, uh, yeah, it. let's go ahead and read it before we uh before I love this opening out. closing. They're like one sentence. Oh, wait till <laughs> next week. Shit. Mr. Hector B. Pool, resident of the Twilight Zone. Flip a coin and keep flipping it. What are the odds? Half the time it will come up heads. Half the time, tails. But in one freakish chance in a million, it'll land on its edge. Mr. Hector B. Pool, a bright human coin on his way to the bank. I feel like there should be more there. Feels <laughs> <laughs> like there's a sentence missing. I, I was actually waiting for you to say like in the Twilight Zone, you just I was waiting for the bank. That's the first time I've like... read it. I, I just I just pulled it up before we got on here. So I haven't read through it and I was like Oh, there's, there's, okay, that's it. There's no more. Apparently, Rod Sterling's too busy to complete the actual paragraph because he's selling newspapers. You know, <laughs> we're we're finally introduced to Jude Dayton, who plays Helen Turner, who calls him tired and pale because he looks tired and pale. And uh, this he's is tired, we... pasty fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, and then of course, Mister Big B Bagby comes over. Of course, we've heard him talk about his his uh woman on the side. Uh, what was her name again? <laughs> I just forgot. Felicia, Felicia, which I thought was weird. Uh, that because I mean, I guess it's not totally out of like left field for somebody being named Felicia in the sixties, but that just seems like a a more a newer name. I just I don't know. I didn't know that they were using the name Felicia back in like what she would have been born in like the forties. Probably, yeah, maybe, probably. Maybe maybe this. I didn't know that name went that far back. So we got Hector and Felicia. Hector and Felicia. Oh Felicia. yeah. At this point, we are introduced to Mister Sykes. Who is the man who wants a loan or has been approved for a loan? And of course, he is part of the usual camera group because he wants to go bet all his money on the loan of the loan for uh two hundred thousand dollars, which is a hell of a lot of money for a guy in nineteen sixty one. I'm telling you what, um, it's a lot of money to bet on a track race or a horse race, but um, he is uh basically thwarted by uh Mr. Poole who hears him talking about this. <clears throat> And uh, his uh, boss gets very angry and tries to consult <laughs> consult this guy, Mister Sykes. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's good times right there. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> well, good. dude it's... has a concrete plant, and he wants to put it on horses. I mean, I think that's a logical, you know, investment. Bet or... on the wrong horse, though. Yeah. Should have bet on Sea Biscuit or something. <laughs> <laughs> But where did he go to get the loan? Because obviously the dude didn't give it to him like there. So he had to go to some other bank and some other schmuck what, gave him the money. What kind of Farmer's bank is giving bank. someone $200,000 loan? Expecting... It's a third spank. Yes. Learn. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do math over there anyway. So. <laughs> no, Jacob, he, you're clearly wrong. He went to SunTrust. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, where was I? Uh, I think I still have a SunTrust account somewhere. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um, no money in it. <laughs> I think I'll check that out. But he hears a here's a woman's voice, which of course is Mrs. Turner, who wishes Poole had more confidence. This is when he he basically goes over and talks to her, and this is when I call him the uh, a douche approaches him and basically calls Mister Miss Turner a slut and a prim hussy, and and no sudden no like uh, no sudden turns and stuff like that. I this this episode is definitely talking about how fucked up male society was in the 60s when it comes to uh i'm not saying all male were like this but like the the idea of men in the 60s and against women and stuff like that and just how he's how this one douchebag is treating miss turner like he's like oh yeah she her her winter engine gets like revved or something like that doesn't she say he says like once your engine gets revved she's like you know as a dynamo or some shit it's like fucking. uh he nuts. says uh so he called he says that he's the prettiest one amongst them but then he says in his brain uh amongst a creepy aggregation of beasts that's not saying much <laughs> um Damn. which you know you could you could say you know i don't know if that's sexicon or not but your call and then he says she's probably a tiger under the right conditions all of the sweet prim types revert to the jungle once once more something i i feel like yeah. that we're getting in austin power territory i just feel like yeah. austin power is like why do i make you horny well, and- <laughs> i make you horny baby 
<laughs> and I, I I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that the mm. the one so you know like uh, they call over the Mister Ajax guy, yeah, and and have him sit down to finish up the paperwork with um Pool or with Hector with mm. Hector. Hector. I'm pretty sure the one that approved of the loan uh. was the same guy that was dropping all of the. Oh, she's probably a tiger under the right conditions, guy. So it goes to Max. show you that he is both completely and utterly stupid and a complete and utter asshole. Can we, can we talk about how they they yeah. went like any way around not saying sex and not saying this this woman's basically a slut in bed that type of situation? They probably like, couldn't well, say the word sex back then. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, the way they got around it is actually some of the most creative stuff in the story. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's so crazy. Condition. It's like, but again, up, but... that was that yeah. was kind of the way that they did stuff. Like, at least, and again, and again, I know movies aren't TV shows, but like, this was the era of sex comedies, kind of those rompy, you know, you'd have two people talking about, like, they'd be side by side. And then it would be a split screen between two people talking on the phone. And then you would see the split screen go. And you'd see them both laying down, so it was kind of like, you know, they were on top of each other and stuff. I mean, that was this era. They were sexually repressed, but they still talked about it in their own way. I mean, he was like, he said, I bet she's a tiger under the right conditions. Right conditions. Yeah. <laughs> You're expecting sheets and right conditions. <laughs> oh, winky, winky, winky. <laughs> <laughs> I want that as a ringtone. Wanky, 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 wanky. Just clip it out of here. <laughs> you have to get the creepy laugh of the two. Oh my god, we got Oh Hector. Oh ho ho. We got nothing for you, Hector. Hector, uh, Lads, wanky, we wanky. don't need no. We don't need no stinking tigers. We got Hector, the tiger badges. under the right condition. Hector, shush your winky, winky, winky. We don't need no stinking badges. Your winky is so winky. pasty and white. <laughs> Allow so, me to engorge it for you. Oh, my God. No. So, with that said, uh, we're introduced to Mr. Smithers. He comes back from wherever he's at, and he sits alone at a desk by himself, and... Uh, before the act break, he starts talking about how he's going to take money, steal money from the bank, and go to the Bahamas. And uh, yeah, Mister Mister Pool is not happy about that, but he is uh he's an honest guy. He's I a respectful a guy. What's that? I think that's a lie. I don't think he's wanting to go to the Bahamas. I think he wants the money, but he wants the money so he can buy his grandson like a great present. Is that right? Yeah. His grandson is uh, Percival Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to buy him a different name. Yeah, he's a new front name. He's yeah, exactly. His, his grandson, Percival Smithers, a new front name. He he wants to buy his grandson Jacob a chance to talk about perchance to dream and turn it, take it down to the bottom of the list. Ooh yeah, maybe not the bottom, but just go down, um, <laughs> go downtown. It's gonna go down between. The right conditions. Oh, good lord! <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can imagine if you hear this that you probably think the same thing. Like, uh oh, should I say something? Should I not say something? But we won't find that out till the act break uh, continues. So that's the end of the act break. What do we think? How do we think about this episode so far? Is it enough to get you your tiger under the right conditions? No. <laughs> <laughs> What? She's like, no, no. <laughs> it, it like has it. It, it, it is. <laughs> Here's the thing. So it's 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 an episode that like like the past like a good chunk of this past um season. You know, it's one that you're gonna be like, oh yeah, remember that episode with the thing and the place that influenced what women want and blah 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 and a tiger under the right conditions and the god the mm -hmm. amount of horny. But beyond that, yeah. you know, you're gonna look at it and go, you know, it's an okay episode. It's cute, it's well acted. You know, it, it clearly does... number one. No, oh, absolutely, <laughs> right below perchance to dream. It's... I hear you. <laughs> I choose to ignore you. Oh, <laughs> that's as, sweet. as Jacob's favorite movie says. I see you. <laughs> yeah, I see you, motherfucker. 
Yay. <laughs> but no, it's it's got it's got a lot of cute to it. It's it's a cheeky episode. You know, it doesn't try to hide what it is. You know, it's it, you know, it, it falls into one of those categories, you know, the classic categories of Twilight Zone. You know, you got like your super serious ones, you got your campy ones, and then you got your your funny ones. And this is certainly funny. So Hector approves. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> no, I thought this was a this was a innocent, like uh, non-offensive episode. Pretty not really a lot of like, oh, what if it's this? Not a lot to talk about as far as like uh, hidden meanings and stuff like that. It's just a fun palate cleanser of an episode because last week's episode was very um, heavy. I guess there's just a lot going on in that one, and um, I think this was a nice one to just. Kind of, I love that last week's episode, but this is a nice one to kind of like say, "Hey, let's let's have a good time. Let's just have a good time this week, guys. You don't think much. Let's just let's see what women want." I'm, <laughs> I'm actually surprised this didn't pop up on the the next week because the next week we've been Valentine's Day week. Beyond all the sexual innuendo, there's not much Valentine'sy stuff. I mean, what it inspired years later in 2000, that was more Valentine'sy. But was it really? I don't know. Mel Gibson doing the that whole thing just nah, nah. <clears throat> you wouldn't want Mel Gibson to like no. get with you and just know every one of your thoughts, so he could touch all those right places. No. So he could. uh No. No, not, 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 not. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near me or my tiger. Just saying. Or your, or your, uh, your circumstances. <laughs> get your circumstances away from my tiger. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pretty sure I would need several showers to wash away his circumstances. Circumstances. <laughs> this circumstancing all over the place. Ugh, yeah, mm-hmm. you think? Uh, Oof. So, Oof. I like this episode. I'm not gonna lie. I like this episode a lot, but I'm also a guy yeah. that likes Elegy. I think it's the episode that I like. Yeah, I think so I like I like, like these weird, yeah. like, kind of yeah, fluffy episodes. I guess yeah. um, they're they're good. If this is all the Twilight Zone was, it'd be like I don't think the show would have held up. Yeah, no. but no. seeing as how they are able to plant these in there, here, there, it's you know, it's just. It's nice to just have one where you don't have to like uh, have to take 500 notes to get to all the like underlining meanings of everything here. The most <laughs> deepest thing here was trying to figure out what words they were using for dick <laughs> and fucking. Right, right. When we come back, uh, of course, Poole is really conflicted with whether he should tell anybody about what he's heard from Smithers, you know, because Smithers is like, where's Burns at? You know, that type of thing. Um, First of all, Smithers. <laughs> front name at this point he approaches mrs turner with something he's worried about and uh, like I, I wrote my notes she's obviously thirsty and wants to be somewhere more private <clears throat> so they go to the empty office of the uh what's that what, what was he loan manager or whatever yeah whatever. he was the manager of the loan department and his name was johnson <laughs> <laughs> she's oh. thirsty for the right circumstances yes uh, <laughs> as one is <laughs> They go to an empty office where she wants him. She even says about time he approached her. Uh, that's what I wrote. This is when he reveals to her that he can tell, he can hear everybody's thoughts. And of course, she's like, doesn't believe him and, you know, says that she, she, he should be in a private room and should be in a sane asylum. And, you know, uh, it's just this woman like really wants him, but is like worried about him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's, it's such a weird relationship. But he tells her that she, um, she tell or he, yeah, he tells her that you know Smithers is going to rob the bank. He's going to take all this money. She says, "Maybe it's your duty to please this, uh, Mr. Bagby." <laughs> duty, <laughs> yeah, duty, duty. My duty yeah. to yeah. please, duty to Bagby. please that booty. Yeah, <laughs> calm the yeah. tiger, bitch. Uh... <laughs> You know, I love, oh, I, love I love Mr. Hector Poole in this episode, but I have to ask you guys, and this is, he goes and tells Mr. Poole or Mr. Bagby about Smithers, says he's going to rob <laughs> the bank. Would you guys do this if you, if you knew what he was thinking about doing? Would you just let him take the money? Because you know, this poor guy just seems like lost in his world. What would you guys do in this scenario without trying to please Miss Turner? <laughs> I think given the era, 
and because they even say it later, you know, you have a duty, <laughs> duty. <laughs> you use that booty. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You have a duty to the stockholders and to the depositors and stuff. And it was like, you know, if you worked for a place, you had loyalty to that place. And I think from that perspective, I don't think you could, in good faith, like not turn him in. But yeah, from the perspective of he's a clearly old guy, he's kind of sad. But I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like he was more like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a little fantasy that I have, kind of a deal. And it never seemed like it was that intense of a thing. I don't know, because he even admits he's a fucking coward. I would have thrown that old motherfucker under the bus so I can get that promotion. Hell yeah! And then Helen over there, whatever the hell her name is, <laughs> me and her thoughts. <laughs> we finna be situation the shit out of things to, or whatever it is tonight conditioning the, the conditioning yeah we're gonna be all kinds of circumstances and conditions going on so yeah. you so what you're saying is you're taking hell at the pool town <laughs> i'm gonna put my pool cue in her pocket oh, I'm gonna slap my eight ball into her corner pocket oh dear god <laughs> Hey, this episode is a penny for your thoughts, so we're getting many pennies from Jason or Jacob's thoughts. I'd have all the penis, <laughs> penis, pennies. And he's got a lot. He is kind of a thought, isn't he? Lots of, lots of pennies. He's an e thought. So I, I love how they just like they slowly just wait for Smithers to come out because he goes into the vault. And he's like they're waiting. Like here, we're gonna put the guard here. We're gonna put the the Mister Bigby here. We're gonna put you know Mister Pool here. It's kind of like a a showdown and of course uh they they take mr uh, smithers bag as he walks out and they dump it it's just literally like three things in the bag there's no money and yeah, uh, like, why do you even bring this <laughs> why did you bring socks so at this point why mr smithers has old dirty socks in his bag who knows maybe he's homeless i don't know but the uh well, the socks like stiff. I mean, maybe he's going <laughs> spending too much time in the bathroom. Like, Where uh, the fuck is Smithers? Smithers, uh, he's blanking it in the bathroom again. Uh, damn it! Someone get old. a mop. He's old. What do you expect? Uh, pool Jesus is fired Christ by old man. How are you so old? You let out so much. You make a mess every time. That's <laughs> what tricks you say to Jacob in theater. Stop making a mess. <laughs> So Poole is fired by Bagby, of course. That's what happened. And this he goes over to Smithers and asks him, you know, he heard him say, he's like, Oh, how'd you know? He's like, It's been my dream. Maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not Bahamas, maybe it's uh, another country, you know, blah 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 blah. And basically, this is a fantasy of an old guy who just kind of is in his lot in life of his career, his twilight of his career. And he leaves. He seems happy. He seems not really upset that he was almost arrested for defrauding a company or stealing from a company you know <laughs> he just like he, he just walks away skips you know, skips my loo leaving the leaving the bank and it's funny because he says he's a small man he lived with it too long he calls himself a coward it's basically saying to pool don't be the guy that lives your life with nothing nothing to care about nothing to uh have for yourself and that's when in other words this... go rob the bank right now yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but that's why Miss Thirsty Turner comes into the mix. She says it's not his fault. She calls it a strange illusion, and it will go away with proper medical care. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess Thirsty that's how you Turner. deal with people hearing things. <laughs> he never yeah. really does give her a reason to believe him. Like, she, you know, he's not like, okay, think of a number. When you're not thirsty, him. you believe anything. I suppose. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck if you're crazy. I've seen that bulge. Come on. <laughs> He, he even says he tells her what he Take sees. Take the meat like train to Tuna Town tonight, baby. <laughs> he says like like seeing people with their clothes off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we are going somewhere. And it like just her. And then he he finally gets <laughs> things without slight delusion of doing something. Um, Bagby apologizes about Sykes, and because of, or what happens is Sykes gambled his own money or whatever because he didn't get approved for the loan. Or he left because you know because of the whole situation, and Sykes offers him his job back. And then this is when Poole's like, you know what? Thanks to Miss Turner, I think I want a, I I think I want a new job with you know prostitutes and you know blackjack and you know a casino. You know, forget the casino and blackjack. You know that type of thing. And he uh, 
I love he blackmails Bagby with this information of he knows about Felicia. And um, he's an old horny bastard. No, he just wants to get the hell out of there so he can go yeah. get a piece. It's like, yeah. it's it's like, like Jesus I, Christ, I don't care what he wants, so I can go. <laughs> yeah. but what you, I mean, and then on top of that, he's like, you know what else? That poor Mr. Smithers, why don't we just give him a free round trip ticket to the, the Bahamas? All paid vacation. And I have to ask you guys, does this change your view of pool, Mr. Hector B. Pool? Does it change your view of, or does it just make him feel more human? Like he's actually doing stuff for people, standing up for himself. What do you guys Take think charge. about this? He's taking charge. Yeah. I honestly. How you're looking, under right circumstances. Yeah, exactly. I mean, genuinely, like up until this point, you know, he's, he's got this power. And the one thing about Twilight Zone apps is oftentimes like the people that, that get these random things, it's like, it's more curse than blessing. And that, I mean, not that it's a superhero thing, but it kind of plays into that. But even even with Pool or even with Hector, you still get the idea that he's finally realizing that he can use what he's got to maybe help someone else or to help a in or you know better his situation. Yep. <laughs> and especially against a horny old bastard. I mean, hell, more power to him. I think. I just I kind of love the simple fact that he's blackmailing blackmailing bagby he's also like bagby has a woman on the side it's like for the 60s this is good stuff like now it's just like um okay most guys have women on the side i mean it's like the state of affairs in the world today but back in the 60s you know two beds separate separate from each other and woman on the side it's like this is like uh mad men all over again you know i think it was pretty common Yes, it was just, at business. least, and again, looking back at movies of that era, and that's not obviously TV shows, but like it's an age old trope, even then. Like, the oh, you know what? The cute, uh, the fact that, that Helen wasn't Bagby's side piece is actually pretty impressive. Yeah, well, he's got Felicia. Exactly. Right, right. So, I, I mean, just Helen, always sleeping with the boss. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I, I just like how. Um, at near the end of this episode, he uh Paul finally gets confidence and is like, I'm gonna take you home, Helen. It's time for some sexy time. And they're walking yeah. down the street with smiles on their face, like the mm-hmm. you know, like the skimmy bop 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 type of you know situation. Yeah, she's all hyped. At this point, she believes, oh, he can hear everything I'm thinking. Yeah, this is gonna be amazing. And then he loses it. Yeah, then he goes and ruins it all by tossing another coin to your to your witcher or yeah. so, the guy's like, like no you lost it all he's like i don't care i have a woman we're gonna go make sex tonight it's a wonderful life but it's gonna be like vanilla crappy sex that i want not mm. the kind of kinky mm. shit that she wants this is a very subdued performance for dick york oh yeah so i can see dick york outlandish. yeah acting like his normal way doing that oh <laughs> <laughs> Dick oh, York. Oh, can like I ask this? Shit. Well, let me ask this question to you guys. Does Dick York look like a young Jim Carrey, or Jim Carrey look like Dick York? Am I, am I, am I, I can see skinny, it. Skinny, yeah, a little bit. Like the face, facial features. All he needs to do is uh, rock and beat, you know. Especially when he goes all rubber face, but yeah, he didn't do yeah, that in yeah. this episode much. But um, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I think of is like Dick York and uh, or Hector B. Pool and Helen Turner are gonna go. Has sexy time, and all of a sudden he's gonna sing Aquarius, uh, from you know, forty year old virgin. This is like the first time he's ever had sex, and he's just like dancing through a field. I mean, it was the sixties, so you, you never know. Sure. So back when free love rang free, um, yeah. So he loses, he loses his power of hearing, and uh, he seems happy about it. Like I don't know if I'd be happy about the fact that I can't hear things anymore, so I can't do like you know which horse is gonna be the winner, or you know lottery, or uh which tv channel not to turn on because you know now i'm married to helen turner she's like i don't want to watch the sports station you know that type of thing yeah (laughs) this is the 60s they wouldn't do that she'd be like yes dear what would you like would you like me to light your cigarette oh so you're saying you're saying more pleasantville and less married with children this that's what the 60s was it was all that that's it that's all women were that way (laughs) No, that was fifties, not sixties. Why was this episode remade? Let me have this. (laughs) (laughs) This episode should have been remade. Tales from the Crypt. 
Can you imagine where that would have gone? It oh, was Mel Gibson's in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a crypt keeper. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Catholic boys and ghouls. <laughs> but it, yeah, it says, um, however, he doesn't need more as he is a man, man changed for the better with a new job, a girlfriend, and a newfound confidence in himself because they ain't him. Yay. <laughs> there you go. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> Uh, okay. They I'm, unleash I'm the tiger. I'm done here. I'm done here. The 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 apprentice has become the master. <laughs> <laughs> he's officially leaving you the are, podcast because he's officially no longer young Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> he's transformed the podcast the into not because the fifth anal. dimension, but the 69th dimension. So. <laughs> <laughs> the anal dimension. That's right. Because this is the when this shit gets real. <laughs> real anal. Between. Between the circumstances, a Twilight Zone podcast <laughs> after dark. No, no, no. After dark. Now that's the oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> oh, all right, so that's the end of the episode. What do you guys think overall of the episode? Fluffy, breezy, light, full of sexual innuendo. Uh, in your sixties. In your in your in. <laughs> in your in your endo in your in window <laughs> not in my window yours yes i liked it i thought it was a fun episode yeah not i mean you know not a lot going on there it is it very this is what it is i'm cool with that had a good time with it it was uh entertaining i like dick york in it i like all the you know it was very straightforward moved at a nice pace never got bored just had a good time with it and it was very light it was cute. I mean, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you want a light, breezy fuck, this is a good way to go. Amen to go. that. Light, breezy <clears throat> fuck. As said from Triv, her new quote <laughs> in the intro. You want a light, breezy fuck? Because anal. <laughs> yeah, I really like this episode. On a real, a, It's not realistic. It would never happen. There's no, you know, it's the sci-fi premise. It's an episode it that yes. is true. That's all I need. Oh, we should probably do the closing nah, narration. Nah, shut up. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. I'm trying to get my oh, thoughts. Damn. Damn shut it, Oh, piss off. Shut your cake hole, woman. Oh, shut your <laughs> this is a asshole, man. Woman. You don't die. The circumstances cook. are not right right now. Claws Somebody's are out, bitches. So anyways, no, I really like this episode. I think it's fun. <clears throat> I think the fact that we're having this much fun talking about it shows that this episode is unlike, you know, the fever where it, it, we just baffled by what we're watching here. We know that this is just a, a fun episode with some really over the top sexual innuendo and, you know, That's a guy that, yeah, a guy that, you know, was in a 60s TV show where he, you know, was literally married to a genie, that type of thing. So it's no witch. No, or was it? Yeah. He's was bewitched. bewitched. He's bewitched. Bewitched. Oh, okay. I thought it was a gin. My bad. Anyways, it's a witch. She's a witch. You should get my uh, my dream of genie. Oh, that yeah. was, wasn't that I Dick got my, Van Dyke? I got my, yeah, I think so. But yeah, he was Dick York was in uh, Bewitched. Yeah. Was Dick? Which one had like the 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 actor that was replaced? Was that? Uh, I think that was I Dream of Genie. Yeah, it wasn't was Bewitched. It was the same person. It was Nicole Kidman took it up for the movie. Yeah. Long time later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Forgive me, people. Where I have sinned. Damn straight you have. Sister Ed came on around the same time, too. I used to watch those on Naked. Call me Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed's, Ed. Ed's ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I overall like this episode. So with that said, let's do closing narration. Oh, yeah. And this is a great one. This is a banger. It's short. It's real short. But it's it's got it where it counts. It knows how to move. And it's, you know, it's got some some girth to these words. <laughs> Would you just say it already, you dork? One time in a million, a coin will land on its edge, but all it takes to knock it over is a vagrant breeze, a vibration, or a slight blow. Hector B. Pool, a human coin, on edge for a brief time in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> he was definitely on edge. He was edging quite a bit this episode. Edging like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And Helen, Helen, Helen was the slight blow. 
Man, damn Ooh, straight she was. Mr. Baggy, Mr. Bagby was a vagrant breeze. Vagrant <laughs> breeze and Mr. Smithers is a vibration. Man, they just got like a friggin' <laughs> a, a orgy going on here. We, we didn't, or I didn't mention it, but like when he got away with it, he's sitting there talking to a dude who he knows just lost his job over this shit. It's like he's just like, yeah. I mean, I thought about it, but I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> you ain't got no job. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what dumb if he had the money, like. What if he taped the money to his like self? He actually stole the money. Yeah, I was hoping he would. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, they walk out and it's just the money just falls on the ground. They just rip over his shirt and it's just like, like get him. It's tied yeah. to his wrinkly ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. It could be like uh, Wolf of Wall there. Street where they're like uh, tying like hundreds of of dollars to her chest and shit. Yeah. Okay. With that said, uh, we'll go ahead and. Uh, end this episode with our twilight zone ranking list the list that is so great that we uh covered it with our tigers of right difference so where do we put this episode hmm. you guys is this better than a most usual camera oh, which is number 17 number 17 uh, i would say 14 no 15 15 sounds like a good place it's just two more up ah jesus Trim, <laughs> as a drunk one who has common sense, uh, <laughs> I I like the most unusual camera better than than this one. Like I really mm-hmm. like this one, but as far as like those kind of episodes go, um, most unusual camera is kind of my go to. <laughs> uh, I like the uh, unusual camera. Um, I like that. One. I like the story of that one, the the, the hokiness of it. Uh-huh. But this seems like a tighter episode, in my opinion, especially when it comes to these jovial episodes. I like both yeah. of them, but most unusual camera is more kind of funny, and I like how it ends. But it's so the ending of it is fun, and I like it, but it's kind of messy. But that's part of its charm, I guess. This <laughs> episode overall just seemed a bit tighter. Like, yeah, they had this outlandish premise, but it never got messy. It just kind of worked. It's simple outlandish premise worked from beginning to end, and it was done. So, so me and myself it... personally, I would say it's it's tighter. So I. Uh... This is the tiger under the right conditions. Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> well, I mean, th- here, they here are very similar, and and I, I see why you went there because this is very similar to that as far as like. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because like this will be above. If we put this above unusual camera, be above what you need, mirror image, a nice place to visit, a world of difference, and now we're getting to like hitchhiker, perchance a dream. People are like all over. I honestly think this is actually. <laughs> ironically right above a most unusual camera like unless we want to go further down which i you know i could do that I but i don't think it needs to i i think it i think it's got a lot of good stuff going for it and again cheeky episodes are kind of my bag mm. um I, given what jacob said i could see it going above most unusual camera but i don't i don't know if it's better than hitchhiker i mean um nan adams is clearly i think she's less of a dick in you know hitchhiker yeah this i mean I like Hitchhiker, and I'm fine with that. If we leave it there, I'm cool with that. But I will say that this is more a much more breezy episode. That it moves a lot quicker. Like it, see, it doesn't. Hitchhiker seemed long. Yeah. Not like in a bad. I mean, it was still entertaining. I enjoyed it, but it seemed like a longer than 24 minute episode. This seemed like it was shorter than 24 minutes. Yeah. Like it moved along, and it was very solid. I thought very well put together. Ideally speaking, it doesn't have as much to say as Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker's got a lot. Oh no. No stuff going on there, but as far as like just my pure enjoyment of hey, here's these two episodes. Which one do you want to watch? Probably pick this one. But that's right now. Right now, I'm kind of like in the mood for just something light and breezy and easy. And uh, you know, with the other one, I might have something I want to commit to and spend a long time with. Right now, I just want to, you know, just for the night, just something easy, <laughs> easy to get into. Uh, I'm, I'm, cool with, I'm cool with under Hitchhiker above it, right around in there. I'm fine with either of them. Yeah, so I, just... I think I think. uh like a number 17 would work. Yeah, um, yeah good. That's good with me. Uh, okay, so... It's good. It's good, yeah. That touches me in all the right places. <laughs> all right, so with that said, I think that will do it for this episode. Uh, it will be at new number 17, which is a penny for your thoughts. Uh, of course, number one is Eye of the Beholder. Number 51 is The Trouble with Templeton. Um, we're getting close to and having... Number third- 16 is Perchance to Dream. <laughs> Isn't Still. number fifteen per chance to dream? <laughs> wishful thinking. Um, wishful thinking. According to Jacob, it's actually number like fifty now. So that is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um but yeah no i'm actually getting close to having to add a third page to this this list on the uh, actual youtube channel so we i gotta figure out something i need to do for for this list because it's getting to a point where we're gonna be like small we're gonna be like their boxes for each person's gonna be like this small and there's gonna be like 12 boxes of just like you know formatting for the list and stuff like that so i gotta figure out what to you do just like but... have like a cool graphic where it's like real far zoomed out and uh-huh. then like you'll like zoom in all to like that one area and all yeah. you know, i'm like making it where you're gonna have a lot of work each week just explode <laughs> the page and then just show like number 51 i know right? chance to dream explosions explosions yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna be actually a list where it goes it just it scrolls down and it gets to like whatever number the episode is and it goes and just like knocks the number out of there you, know, like, you gotta do the green screen one that you did the chrome <laughs> one that still had the green screen in the background just went <laughs> uh, well, the size of the explosion there. could relate to how big the the upset it is so like for hey. chance to dream would be like a nuclear bomb and like hey, you know it's uh, not the size of your explosion that counts it's not it's what you do with it it's not the size of your mushroom cloud that counts it's how you use it it's oh you okay insert it into situations oh, i mean right, it depends right. i'm just going from the back end of that so uh you know i uh, I, I mean i get it. i come in from the back end on things all the time <laughs> um That's okay one so way of getting into it oh man so anyways with that said let's go ahead and end the episode uh next episode of course is um episode two season episode two uh season two episode 17 which of course is 22 um i've talked about this episode a couple times i really like this episode it is a precursor or inspiration to final destination um it's directed by jack smite read by rod serling uh stock music from elegy so yeah i must love i must love movie episodes that have stock music from elegy i think it's where i'm headed I so. think that is where you're headed too. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. fight for Elegy to be number one. Well, I mean, I have some common sense, um, but it it does start. It does start. Doctor Doctor Smith number from 14, Lost in Space. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we'll look forward to that next week. We are going to have Dan from T uh, Y T D Dan on. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have a Kiwi on. Kiwi D D. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did just watch Bros. So I mean hey uh so anyways um <laughs> with that said uh guys we'll go and head out and uh triv you love uh cups of your anuses apparently you've had that cup there for a while uh you drink out of it every once this in a while whole episode i've had it i've had it i know you uh this is where you put your your whiskey or where the rum gone that type of thing so yeah uh, where can they where can they find your content at well i keep i keep all the rum as well as a giant jar of dirt over here over at trivial theater here on youtube uh so you can find me there for all kinds of random obscure and straight up bad movies and one of these months these weeks i will actually have fucking content up again so definitely stay tuned for that you can also see me on twitter at trivial theater yeah do you keep that dirt in a box i keep it in this plant over here do you uh (laughs) as i was (laughs) As I was, re- was as I was editing, <laughs> as I was editing the video today, do you uh did you put it in a burlap sack and then throw it in a fire? Yes. Yeah. But it's still dirt at that point, so it's okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Jacob, I see mm. you a lot. I know you have a channel. Yes. I know it's full yes, of mystery and excitement, and you know, perchance the dreams and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. And what about Ezra Miller worship? Yeah, the spider, oh, yes. the spider women, Ezra, you know. Ezra Christ. <laughs> spider goddess <laughs> Ezra Miller and the spiders of God um, anyways where can you find your content at? you can find me at Jacob Andrews Reviews on YouTube where I have a weekly twice weekly show the almost <laughs> awesome show which Nick is usually on and sometimes Triv is too and hopefully one day other guests as well where we talk about movie news and entertainment news a little bit of video game stuff every now and then and just talk and you know go and hash out some stuff and 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 talk about the world's problems and and things that are you know, all entertainment and good and and yeah you know we do that twice a week have a good time come check it out every Wednesday and Saturday at two o'clock Central Time whatever time that is when you live oh yeah be happy to have you oh yeah mm-hmm. and of course For those smooth smooth tones 
I know, right? And the oh, fact yeah, that this yeah, episode yeah. is two weeks later, who <laughs> hell knows what Ezra Miller has done at this point? So <laughs> maybe he maybe he's created his own band and he's in the Twilight Zone. I don't know. So maybe he guest stars on the Almost Awesome Show. Dude, I will say, uh, dude, I, I don't. I feel weird promoting my own content a lot of the time. Would honestly. you fucking <laughs> promote your own content? Video, there's a video I put up recently uh, talking about more about what Ezra Miller has done. Or why he was doing the things. He, not really why. Talking about Ezra Miller. Has he been a Jesus like? Yeah, check that out. Just for informative purposes, if nothing else. That motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> you thought he was crazy That's before. They have finally figured... Or I'm not saying it makes sense, but they have found out some of the stuff that was going on with that guy behind the scenes when he was losing his mind a while back. The f- I can't make this up. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Uh, no, you cannot. So, anyways, look, uh, look up their content, check it out. Definitely worth it. Trev, get on it, get us a video so I can promote that video and talk about how awesome it is. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, you can find me at Movie Emporium on Twitter, on YouTube, all that good stuff, as well as our audio version is, of course, at uh, Audio Boom and Cups of Uranus and Trees and whatever I can see, uh, The Last Jedi and uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and of course, iTunes, Kalima. Amazon. <laughs> Alema, Alema. No, um, anyways, we're gonna just do this as they dance around, anyways. Uh, yeah, find us on <laughs> find us on various audio, audio feeds and YouTube as well. So, anyways, uh, we'll see you next week. And for myself, Triv, and Jacob, we'll see you next time in the Twilight Zone. Peace out, motherfucker. <laughs> <Kalima>. <laughs> Peace out, motherfucker. <laughs>